This is the Triangle's Afternoon News with Rick and Donna Martinez. Well, kids are starting to head back to school. In fact, uh, when um, I left uh, the house this morning, there was a couple of kids with a parent on the corner waiting for the bus. And so I knew that that meant that this is definitely back to school time. And in North Carolina, as it is across the country, you've got a lot of... uh, teachers, administrators, parents, and kids who are more focused now on issues of school safety. One of the people who um, is certainly concerned about that and other issues is the person who leads North Carolina's public school system. That is Superintendent Mark Johnson, who joins us now. Superintendent, welcome to WPTF. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. You know, I know that school safety is a big issue for you um, and all sorts of things going on in different schools. We know, for example, in a couple of counties in North Carolina, they're using this new uh, Rave Panic Button app to try to make sure that faculty or staff can uh, kind of just uh, deploy that app should something bad happen in a school. Uh, What are um, the um, school members and teachers telling you about school safety as the new year kicks off? Well, thanks. This is a top priority of my office. As the state superintendent for all our schools, it is a privilege and an honor, but also a huge responsibility, not just because I'm elected by the people uh, to oversee our public schools, but also because uh, in just a week, I will be a parent myself of a daughter who is in our public schools. She will be starting kindergarten, and when I drop her off, just like every other parent across the state, I expect and I hope She will be safe, her classmates will be safe, and their teachers will be safe. So we are talking to teachers and administrators about the best practices to make that happen. And there are two very important uh, different options and pathways that we are pursuing at the same time. One, parents need to know that we are taking the steps to harden our schools. It, It is an unfortunate reality, but it is the reality we live in. We need to harden our schools. Simple measures. Uh, like putting up uh, fences around open areas, making sure that visitors all go through uh, one entrance and can't get into side doors, making sure those doors are locked, making sure they go straight to the office to check in. Uh, Also, we just got some school grant funding from the General Assembly. The General Assembly invested more money into school safety, and we got money out to districts to hire more school resource officers. These are armed law enforcement officers, well-trained, sworn to protect and serve. They are great because they not only are there, if heaven forbid the worst happens, they can uh, insert themselves and stop that, but they are also there to build relationships between the community of that school and law enforcement. And we know uh, that some of those relationships are strained recently, but we need to make sure that everyone in every neighborhood knows that police officers are there to protect and serve. And so that goes a long way for this. We're also getting money out to harden facilities. But importantly, we all know this ultimately starts with mental health issues. We are getting more money out into the districts. We just awarded money for districts to show us innovative mental health solutions. We, are, we want to know where can we get the biggest bang for our buck to make sure that we have the mental health supports in schools to make sure that one student's issues don't turn into a school tragedy. That means catching it early. That means addressing it. And we are also going to be working with parents to connect parents with these tips and resources. Everyone's going to need to play a part in this in our community. If someone sees something odd, they need to tell a law enforcement officer or a teacher. 
if someone sees someone's behavior changing, if someone sees that a student is going through aggressive bullying or finds out they're undergoing cyberbullying, all these are things that we need to work together, and together we will make sure our schools are safer. Yeah, I guess it was maybe a month or so ago you found some money and uh, decided to give uh, some teachers some iPads. Tell us, uh, uh, you know, what. Tell us about why you did it and what you want to achieve with this iPad deal. Well, thanks. Yes, one of the biggest priorities uh, of my office and of the General Assembly is to make sure that students are reading on grade level by the third grade. Because if students aren't reading on grade level by the third grade, after that, they just fall behind. And it's always remediation. They're always trying to catch up. So the General Assembly has actually invested hundreds of millions of dollars into kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. Students who fall behind can go to free summer camps to get the the, the help they need to catch up. Uh, There are more resources in those grades. All of this to try to get students on that that very critical goal. What I found unbelievably in our education bureaucracy when I got there in 2017 and was sworn in and was the brand new state superintendent, I found that past practices at our state department of education meant that millions of dollars that were supposed to be getting the classrooms just weren't getting out of the building to classrooms. And if it, if it doesn't get out, it, it can't be used for those classrooms. So we, we immediately went to the General Assembly and said, we have found this pot of money. Let us carry it forward. And we talked with uh, the experts in the field. What is something that with this money we can make a big impact? One, we got funding just to go to these teachers so that they could buy more materials. So last March, uh, you didn't read about it in a lot of the newspapers, but we actually sent out $200 uh, per reading teacher so they could buy supplies for their classroom to help with their students. This year, we are getting them all brand new iPads because the iPad is not just a tool for the teacher. It's also a tool for the student. Uh, we, we give these to teachers because they can use them to help pr- monitor the progress of students to their goals instead of having to uh, write down manually charts and volumes of paper. They put in binders and have to go back and reference. They can just do it with a click of a button on the iPad. But more importantly, we also want to reduce the amount of time that students have to spend testing. And we have new apps on these iPads that students are going to be able to actually use the iPad, not too much screen time, the appropriate amount of screen time. They are going to be able to go through content. And as they're just reading, we're going to actually get the information on where their ability is. So they won't even have to take what feels like a formal uh, test and in, in to, to this progress monitoring. That's so great. We're very excited about that. We're, uh, we're very excited. It is the future of education. Amen. A lot of uh, new things going on as the new school year begins, whether it's uh, with uh, these efficiencies for teachers and kids and the technology or the issue of school safety. We've been talking with Mark Johnson. He is the superintendent of public instruction. He basically runs the joint, as Rick likes to say. <laughs> superintendent Johnson, thanks for your time. Appreciate hearing from you. It's always a pleasure. Everyone have a great school year.